Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Foulball Area Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Atkins, alongside Trey Lyle, and we are now just one day away from opening day. It is almost here, Trey, just one day away. We will have baseball tomorrow, starting off with your favorite team, the Yankees, taking on their big rival, the Red Sox, at 1 o'clock. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be a really great day, although I'm a little upset there are almost no nationally televised games tomorrow because of the, the timing and the Masters and ESPN and everything. But we, we'll still have baseball. I'll find a way to watch it. It's going to be a great day. Yankees, Red Sox at 1. Braves, Reds are on ESPN 2 at 8. It's going to be a great day full of baseball tomorrow. Yeah, with the, the, the thing of the internet, it, it's not as big of a deal, I guess. If you're a baseball fan, you can access games pretty easily, folks. Um, yeah. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, I think it's like uniquely one of the best sporting days we'll ever see because you have Tigers return to the Masters, round one of the Masters, and opening day on the same day. Like That's insanely great if you're a sports fan. And so I'm excited about it. Uh, like you mentioned, Yankees, Red Sox to kick off the season. So that's going to feel really good. So I, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be a really good day. Uh, a lot of things that I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to. By the skating. way, I like this shirt. I know I know we're going to get into this. Rocking a, a diamond shirt uh, as we're start uh, recording over this Zoom. Um, yeah, a lot of things to look forward to tomorrow and all season as we get into uh, the 2022 MLB season. I'm looking forward to seeing the Braves back on the field. Ronald Acuna Jr. coming back. I think he's he's still not fully healthy. He might not be back until early May or late April, but looking forward to seeing him back on the field. Looking forward to seeing the Braves and what they can do this year. Uh, looking forward to seeing a lot of young players this year. We have a lot of young players that are getting called up. We have uh, Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners, Bobby Witt Jr. for the Kansas City Royals, just officially got the call yesterday. I think Spencer Torkelson of the Tigers is supposed to make his debut this year. So a lot of young players that we can expect to see. Uh, it's going to be good. You know, we've, we've seen kind of a movement of young, talented players over the past couple of years kind of taking over the league, starting really with Bryce Harper and Mike Trout 10 years ago at this point. And it, so it's just exciting to see that next generation of young rookies coming up this year. It's going to be fun to watch them. Yeah, Let's, I completely agree with that. It's it's a fun time in baseball. You know, there's some really good young prospects that are about to play this season and uh, should be exciting. So earlier this week, we went over our National League betting odds, over-unders, gave you our predictions for who's going to win the divisions. We didn't quite get to who's going to win the league because I needed a little more time to think about that. Uh, but today we're going to go over the American League teams and we'll give you the betting odds for the AL. We'll give you the over-under predictions for every team in the American League and who we think will win each division. And we'll give our World Series champion picks. So, Trey, you want to start us off, give us the betting odds for the American League overall and who, uh, who is predicted to win the league this year? Yeah, I can look at that for you. Looking at it right now, uh, the current favorite is the Houston Astros at plus 450, followed by Toronto at the same odds. So, tied for first, then we have the Yankees, 475. Chicago White Sox plus 500, which I'm shocked they're that low on this list. And then two more ALS 
AL East teams with Tampa Bay and Boston at plus 750 in Boston at 11 to 1. Uh, you know, if you're really feeling it, you could bet the Orioles at uh, 200 to 1 to win the to win the league. So um, if you're feeling spicy there as well. So, um, but clear favorites right now appear to be Houston and Toronto and uh, you know, the Yankees shortly behind them. Yeah. Toronto has been getting a lot of hype this year and you know, they, they're a very talented team. They had a good season last year. They made some good moves over the off season. They've been getting a lot of hype, though. It's uh, it's kind of surprising to me, but, uh, you know, I'll give my thoughts on that a little bit later once we get into the American League East and our uh, overall American League winner. But let's start off with the American League West and all the over-under predictions that we have there. Yeah, so starting with the Houston Astros, the clear favorite in the division at minus 175. Their over-under is 91 and a half, which tops this division. Um these over-unders are really low this year. I'm going to take the over for Houston, I think. I, I don't I don't think they're as good as they are previous years, obviously losing some of their talent, but they still have Justin Verlander. They still have Jose Altuve. They still have Alex Bregman. This is still a really good roster. Uh, I, I think they can win 95 games still, so I, I'll take the over. Yeah, I'll take the over on Houston also. Um, yeah, I mean, they haven't lost too much. They're still a really talented team. You know, it's going to take a while before this team goes away and stops being competitive. So I'm going to take the over for the Astros as well. All right. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to, I'm going to go for a hole in. Los Angeles Angels, 83 and a half games. We mentioned on the last show, they have the quote-unquote top two players in baseball. Anthony Rendon's really good. They added Noah Syndergaard. I think they need to add another starting pitcher to really bolster their pitching rotation, but Will that be enough to get to 85 games? Uh, I'm going to say yes if Trout can stay healthy. That's a big caveat since the last couple of years he hasn't been able to. But I think with Otani and I think with Trout, they have – I think they, they should, with the lineup they have, be able to contend in the wild card. So I will I will take and – and I hope they're, they get to a really hot start and they decide at the deadline to make a move for a starting pitcher – so I'll take the over as well uh, with the Angels. Well, I'm going to agree with you again because, you know, I think that they, they're they just – it's got to change at some point, right? I mean, they have the two best players in Major League Baseball. They got Noah Syndergaard over the offseason. He's going to help with their rotation. He's not, you know, the, the end-all, be-all to their problems, but he's going to help with their pitching issues. They have a really talented team on the field and in the lineup. It's just the pitching that they need to figure out. But I think that this year they figure it out. They win some games, maybe even make a wild card spot. So, yeah, I'll take the over on 83 and a half wins as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree with, well, obviously I agree with you because I said it first. But moving on, we have the Oakland Athletics. And, Matt, did you know how much money the Oakland Athletics, they did not spend a lot. They're down to like thirty a $30 million payroll. They are trying to go back to Moneyball. Uh, it, it appears like their over/under is sixty-eight and a half, which I think is the second lowest next to the Orioles, which we'll get to. And I don't think they reach there. I, I don't see sixty-nine wins, nice, uh, this season for them. So I, I'm going to take the under in this one. This, yeah, you know, looking at the uh, the A's, I was, you know, I was thinking they're the A's. You know, they're a good team. They're always good. 
over the past past decade, they've been a really good team in the American League West. But looking at who they've lost, looking at who everyone else in the division has added this year and how everyone has kind of loaded up except for the A's, yeah, I got to take the under also. I mean, I really thought that just instinct would tell me to take the over for the A's because they're not that bad of a team. But they've lost a lot of players. They've traded away a lot of players. They just traded away Sean Manea this week. So, yeah, I, 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 as much as I you know, don't like it, I've got to take the under for the A's because I agree with you. I don't see them getting to that many wins. I think that they need to kind of reset, and uh, I guess they're going into a little bit of a rebuild mode here. Yeah, it appears they are in rebuilding mode, which is not surprising given their history. You know, they obviously traded away their three best players this offseason, including Olsen to the Braves and Matt Chapman to the Blue Jays, which we'll get to. Moving on, a, a very interesting team that made some interesting moves this offseason, including getting Corey Seager, the Texas Rangers, 74 and a half. You know, I, I definitely think they're a year or two away from playoff contention, but could I see them win 75, 76, 77 games? I do, and I think I need to balance this out with going under on, on the team we'll get to next. Um, uh, I'm going to take the over on the Texas Rangers. Man, we are just on the same page so far. It doesn't make for very good content, but we, we're just on the same wavelength. Um, yeah, I got to take the over for the Rangers as well. You know, they added Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager, so their middle infield is just stacked and might be one of the best in Major League Baseball. I think that they're, you know, th- this is the year that they kind of get back to their winning ways of, you know, the beginning of the last decade where they made it to back-to-back World Series. And I think this is the year that we see Texas Ranger baseball become, you know, something to watch again because the past couple of seasons, they haven't really been anything exciting. And, you know, this, this, this division has some good teams. I don't know that they'll make a wild card team out of this division, but I think they'll at least be competitive and it might come down to the wire, but I'm, I'm going to take the over for the Rangers as well. Yeah. So we've agreed on everything so far. We'll see if we agree on this one. The Seattle Mariners who are the second favorite actually, or third favorite, I should say, in this division, plus 450. Uh, Fox Sports' fan poll had them winning the division, but I think that's just more Astros hate than anything. Um, we mentioned their their top prospect getting added. Uh, they were in playoff contention. I mean, they surprised a lot of teams uh, last season and you know almost made the playoffs. 83 and a half games. Uh, Matt, you want to go first this one? I'm taking the over on the Mariners. I think that they're going to have a great season this year. They were so close to making the playoffs last year. They're bringing up their top prospect in Julio Rodriguez. They had a fantastic season last year. They, I, I just think that this is their year. This is the year they get it done. This is the year, this is the, year the Mariners break their playoff drought. I'm going to say that. I think it's going to be very Miami Marlins-esque. You know, my, Miami kind of... In the COVID year, broke through and made the playoffs. I know it was an expanded playoff, but they they were able to advance and kind of shocked a lot of people. I'm going to say the under. I went over with the Rangers and the Angels, and so I need to balance this out in terms of wins. So I'm going under with the Seattle Mariners. So we finally disagree. Um, you know, this is this is a more play on their history. I, and did they really get better this offseason compared to – you know, the Angels and the Rangers, I don't think so. Um, so so I just think those two teams, you know, I, I think Texas and Seattle are very even, but I, I think the Angels are slightly better. And then Houston is obviously 
I think a clear cut about but both of those. So it, it definitely just is kind of a play of trying to balance things of who's going to win what games. As for your division winner, are, are we, uh, I think it's pretty obvious who we probably will go with here. Um, are you going with the Houston Astros? Yeah, I got to go. Going? I got to go with the Astros. I just don't think that any of these teams are going to overtake them. I think that it'll be a very competitive division. And, uh, you know, the, there are definitely some teams that could could get a wild card spot out of the AL West, but I don't think any of them are going to be good enough to win the division over the Astros. So, yeah, I'm taking the Astros as the AL West champions. All right. Well, we agree on a lot. So that that's a – sorry for a boring division. I think this one we might disagree a little bit on. Starting with the American League East, uh, Toronto, the favorite here, plus 170. Yankees slightly behind it at – Two to one, and then Tampa at uh, plus three twenty, Boston at plus five fifty, and then if you really want to have some fun, plus fifteen hundred, the Baltimore Orioles. Speaking of the Orioles, uh, I think that's fifteen thousand. I think that's three zeros there. That is fifteen thousand. Oh, good, good eye, Matthew. Wow, it is. We are recording this early in the morning, folks, and so that's that's what my brain does. Baltimore Orioles. 62 and a half games. 62 and a half. That's pretty low. I think that's the lowest in baseball. I'm pretty sure from yesterday or Monday. It is, it is very low. And I just. Do they get to 60? No. I'll say yes, they get to 60, but I'm still going to take the under. I say 60 wins. That's their, that's their, uh, their peak. 60 wins. So yeah, I'll take the under for the Orioles. I'll take really the sad. under as well. I don't think they get to 60 wins because the top four teams in this division are very equal. Like, you really think about it. This this in the Central, NL Central, probably the most going to be the most competitive divisions in baseball this season. And the Oats are just so bad compared to them. Like, you know the Yankees are going to beat them, beat up on them because that's what the Yankees do. And, and Boston's going to do the same. And Tampa's going to do the same. And Toronto's going to do the same. It, yeah. It's definitely uh, unique. Um, so it, I just, I just think there's too much good around them that they're not, and they're really bad that they're not even going to get to sixty. So I, I, I feel very confident about that under. Moving on to that other team uh, that I don't like, uh, the Boston Red Sox, eighty-five and a half games. So uh, they're that. That would put them fourth in the division. That shows kind of how crazily competitive this division is. 85 and a half puts you third, fourth in this division. Um, what do you got? I, I, I think one, you have to go under on one of these teams. One of these four teams can't go over on all four. I think you're going to have to split it. So uh, what, what do you got here? I'll take a slight over on the Red Sox, like very, like 86, 87 wins, but I do think that they get there. And uh I mean, you're right. It is going to be a very competitive division among the top four teams, but I think that the Red Sox are better than one of those other four teams. So I will take a slight, very slight over for the Red Sox. 86 wins this year. I'm going to take the under. Uh, I, I think they're actually the fourth best team in this division. Um, wouldn't be shocked if they win this division, though. I, I you know, I, I think adding Trevor Story is great and all, and and but is he consistent enough for them? We'll see because that's been an issue for Trevor's story is his consistency. And so uh, I just 
you know, I, I'm trying to figure out exactly where where they can distinguish themselves from the other two or the other three, I should say. Um, and I, I need to go under on half of these teams just to balance it out. So I, I'm going to go Boston here. Uh, I think they get to like 82, 83 games, and it, it's more on just the competitiveness of this division. I would not be shocked that they hit the over, but uh, I, I definitely don't feel very confident about it, but I just need to balance this out. So I'm going to, of course, pick the Red Sox. Moving to our next team, uh, the Yankees, New York Yankees, uh, 91 and a half games. Uh, you know, obviously moves this offseason um, have been interesting for the team. Um, they were able to, you know, get Anthony Rizzo back. Uh, they, I think, improved defensively um, this offseason. So what do you think of the New York Yankees heading into uh, this season? 91 and a half games. I'm actually surprised that they are, um, you know, that their over-under is set the highest, set a, a little bit higher than the... Uh, Toronto's the, 92 and a half, so they're first. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, right. Okay, forget that. Uh, yeah, you know, I think the Yankees are going to have a good season again. Um, I was looking at baseball prospectus Pakoda projections for the 2022 season, and the Yankees are actually projected, according to, to this system, to have the second most wins in Major League Baseball at 99 wins this year. I'm a little surprised to see that. I don't know that I see that happening, but when their over-under comes in at 91 and a half, I do have to take the over there. So I think maybe around 95 wins. I don't know that they'll get to 99, 100, but I'm going to take the over on the Yankees. I think they'll have another great season. It's just going to be, can they get it done in the playoffs? I, I agree with you completely. Um, I, I'm going to take the Yankees in this one. The Aaron Judge situation kind of makes me nervous. It appears they're not going to get an extension before the season unless it comes out basically right after we record this. So um, it, I, I think the Yankees need more pitching. They, they lost a couple of arms, but I trust them enough to get to 92, 93 games um, this season. So I will I will take the over as well. Moving on to a team that always flies under the radar – and we'll end up in the World Series. The Tampa Bay Rays, 89 and a half. What do you got for that? I think the Rays take a step back this year. I think that they end up finishing fourth in this division this year. And I'm going to take the under. I don't think they get to 89 wins. I think that that's a little high for them. You know, I think that they've, they've lost a couple of their talented players. They just traded away Austin Meadows earlier this week. They do have, you know, they still have Randy Rosarena. They have Wander Franco, who's going to be one of the best players, young players in the league. But I just think that this year is, you know, the kind of the year that everyone else in the division has taken a step forward and the Rays have either stayed put or taken a step back. And so I think because of that, they're not going to get to, to 89 wins. I think they finished fourth in the division. Yeah, Tampa, that's kind of how they operate. They, you know, they, they're on a high for like two to three years and they kind of have to reset and they take a step back. It's just how their organization operates. So I agree with you. This was going to be my surprise under, but I guess it's not given that you hit the under on it. Um, I, I don't, you know, I don't see it. I just don't, you know, I think they could finish third in this division. I think they could finish fourth around 80 games. And uh, I, I just think, you know, yeah, you're right. The three teams around them have gotten a lot better and Tampa's probably gotten worse. Uh, I haven't seen a move they really made to, to get quote unquote better for this season. 
going to the next, the most interesting team, I think, in, in this division is the Toronto Blue Jays at 90 and a half games. And it's not because they've improved their team. They have. They, you know, getting Matt Chapman and adding him to already stacked lineup. If George Springer can stay healthy this year, that's going to help them with, you know, a presumed favorite for the AL and DP and Vlad Guerrero Jr. You have to, in order to play in Toronto, you have to be vaccinated with the COVID vaccine. And it's not out in the open what players are vaccinated and what are not. So theoretically speaking, Toronto Blue Jays for every home game could be playing. We don't know who they are playing. Yeah, they definitely have an advantage there. And that is a very big advantage. And it almost was going to affect the Mets and the Yankees, but that got that got changed. And that would have just been for the Mets and the Yankees home teams. It it's it's interesting because I, I don't know what to do with that. Like I mean, we don't. I think we that's don't why know. their number. I think that's why their number is so high, and that's why I think they're the favorites. Is just because they've improved a lot, and they have this advantage where playing the Angels without Mike Trout and Stoya Tani because they're not vaccinated is night and day. Like not playing the Yankees because Aaron Judge can't play in the lineup because he's not vaccinated is night and day. Especially when all those, a lot of those games between the Yankees, like half, you know, you're played a lot. The Yankees don't play a lot in Toronto. It, it, it's something to watch for this season. I wish you give me like a month and see what players play in the games in Toronto and what don't. But I'm going to have to take the over just because I think the advantage is, is really good here. Yeah, I think this vaccine thing is going to be a uh, is going to end up being a big advantage for the Blue Jays because we don't know every player that's vaccinated or not vaccinated in Major League Baseball. So you don't know who is actually going to end up having to sit out those games. But, you know, we're going to find out if anyone does or who has to when they go to Toronto. And I think that will end up being an advantage for the Blue Jays. But I also think the Blue Jays are just a very good team. You, You know, you said they have one of the MVP favorites in Vladimir Guerrero Jr. They have Matt Chapman. They have George Springer, if he's healthy. They brought in Yusei Kikuchi as a starting pitcher to bolster the rotation. I mean, they have a very talented team. They, uh, they are obviously the clear favorite to win the American League East this year. And 92 and a half wins. I'm taking the over. I think I think they could get to upper 90s, 98, 99 wins this year. I agree. I, I think if I had to pick two teams to get to 100 in this division, it's the Yankees and the Blue Jays for different reasons entirely. Moving on to our – and who do you, oh, uh, and then finally, uh, who do you have winning the division? I'm taking the Blue Jays. Blue Jays are going to win this division this year. I know that you're not going to like that answer. I'm sure you have a no, different I, answer. No, I actually but... think that's a really good show. I, I really do give in their advantage. So I am I am not disagreeing with you. I, I just think – the Yankees know how to win this division. The Blue Jays don't. So I, I'm going to lean with the Yankees. Uh, I, I personally just think, you know, as it gets late in the season, the Yankees know how to win those games. And, you know, you kind of saw last season, Toronto faded towards the end of the season. Um, so uh, I just, you know, you got to know how to win it. And so I'm going to use the experience of the Yankees. And uh, I'll lean that way. Probably, you probably will be right. Um, uh I might have to change it midseason because I do. I really was close to picking Toronto, but I, I just think you know a full season of Joey Gallo is going to be big for the Yankees in that lineup. 
a hopefully healthy Giancarlo Stanton, or maybe they trade him. Uh, we'll see. Like he, he he was healthier last season, and so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Moving to our final division, the American League Central. I think the easiest division to predict out of out of the three. Um, the clear favorite minus one ninety five is the Chicago White Sox, followed by the Twins at at five to one, Detroit Tigers at plus seven fifty, which is kind of interesting. Uh, the new name, get used to it, uh, 10 to 1, the Cleveland Guardians, and then 15 to 1, the Kansas City Royals. So, starting with those division favorites, the White Sox of Chicago, a team Matt was always high on last season, and I'm high on this season. Uh, I'm taking the over at 91 and a half. I think this team is pretty good, really good. And I think their experience last season is going to carry over of kind of breaking through last season and, and they're going to be really, really good. And I, I think they have a, a lot of talent. And so I, I think they're going to win the division. Yeah. I'll take the over on this, on the, uh, the white Sox as well. And mostly because, I mean, they're, they're a really good team and they have a lot of good players and they, they've had a good couple of seasons and I think they're going to continue that success, but also because this division is just bad besides the White Sox. And I don't see another team that that is really going to compete. So I think the White Sox are just going to beat up on all the other teams in this division. And so, yeah, I'll take the over. I think they're going to win a lot of games this year. Yeah, I completely agree with that. So you think they get to 100? I think, you know, I think, I think it's very the possible. Best shot in the, I think they're the best shot in the AL to get to 100. Yeah, it's very possible. Moving on to a new team, sort of, new name at least, the Cleveland Guardians. I had to type, I remember having to type that out when I filled out this form. 76 and a half. Like, this is going to be interesting between our next three teams because they're hovering around the same number. Um, I'm going to take the under in this one. I don't see it for Cleveland. Um, maybe someone on their roster right now. Like, I, I think this might be Terry Francona's last season, probably, with this team. So uh, I, I definitely uh, – I'm going to take the under in this one. Uh, I just – I don't see it from this team. Um, and, I, again, the White Sox are going to beat up on it. I think Detroit has gotten better. And, and we're going to get to another team, another team that's gotten better and, and contend for a wild card. And I, I'm just – I got to balance this out. So I'm going to take the under with Cleveland. Cleveland's one of those teams that I'm going with, again, a very, very slight over, like, 77 wins because I think that they're going to be able to get there, but not much more. So I will take the over on the Guardians. All right, moving on to the Detroit Tigers. Um, a team that, you know, is bringing up Spencer Torkelson. Um, they made a couple moves this offseason. Uh, it appeared they wanted uh, Carlos Correa. They did not end up getting Carlos Correa. Um, another team that's sufficient did, ironically. So I'm going to take the... Oh, I don't know. Uh, their number is set. You go first. Uh, their number is at 77 and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take the under on the Tigers. I don't think they're that good yet. I think that, you know, they're getting there. They're making improvements, but they're not there yet. So I'll take the under on the Tigers. I think that, you know, they're, they're maybe a year or two away from success. They might, they're, they're going to build on it this year. They're going to see some stretches of success, but not, not season long winning. So I'll take the under on the Tigers. I want to take the over really bad. I do. I really do. 
but I think that's too much. So I will agree with you. I'll take the under on this one. Um, uh, I just, I just, I think they're going to hover around 76 games. So uh, I'll go with the margin. That's, that's better for me. And that's the under in this one, moving to Kansas city, um, Bobby Witt Jr. Coming up. I think it's going to be, I think yeah, we'll get to rookie of the year, but I think the rookie of the year might come out of this division um, with Bobby Witt Jr., Spencer Torkelson, among others coming up this season. 74 and a half games for the Kansas City Royals. What you thinking? Do you think you think they can get to uh, 75? I want to say yes, but no, I don't think so. I think that I think they're going to end up around more around 71, 72 wins. You know, I mean, Salvador Perez is going to have another good season. I think you mentioned Bobby Wood Jr. He could be rookie of the year, but and they have Zach Granke back in Kansas City. That'll be fun to watch. But, you know, he's towards the end of his career. I think they're I'm, I'm taking the under. I think they're more around a, a 70 win team than 75. This is an all play on because I went under on Cleveland and Detroit. I'm going to take the over just because I think you kind of have to, you know, I I like to beat you again in this quote unquote game. I think I beat, yeah, I did beat you last season. So I'm going to take the over in this one just to kind of balance it out. But those last three teams are very difficult. I think they're going to hover around the same amount of wins towards the bottom of this division. And it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. Final team, a team that made a big move for like the first time ever, man, and Carlos Correa on a, you know, taking advantage of kind of the market and getting him a short-term deal for big money. The Minnesota Twins, 81 and a half games. Do you think that move of Correa with the lineup they have, they did lose Nelson Cruz. Is that going to, and Josh Donaldson, but they did add Gio Urshela and Gary Sanchez, which I think was a good move for them. Are, are they going to get to 82, 83 games? I do think they will. I, I'm going to take the over. I think they can get to, this is an 85-win team, I think. So I'll, I'll take the over. Yeah, I agree with you on this one. I think that if any team has uh, any team besides the White Sox has a shot at winning this division, it's the Twins. Uh, not a great shot, but I think that they're going to finish in a strong second place. Um, Carlos Correa is a huge move for them. Like you mentioned, they made some other moves this year. Byron Buxton has been tearing it up in spring training. Now we all know Byron Buxton. He's a great player, but he just needs to stay healthy. Can he do that this year? That's a big question mark for the Twins, but I do think that I will take the over here, and I think around 84, 85 wins for Minnesota this year. I agree with that. All right, moving on to our wild card teams. Uh, three from the oh, so, so we both agree that the White Sox are going to win the division, right? I mean, yeah, we, I we didn't say it out. We didn't say yeah, it sorry. specifically, but yeah, I figured it was. Gonna win. I, yeah. I kind of made it clear. It's implied. <laughs> it was kind of implied. The White Sox are going to win this division and uh, comfortably. So, uh, my wild card teams uh, are actually my. You go first. What are your wild card teams? Um, I think we're gonna agree on probably a couple of these. But uh, who who do you got? All right, I'm gonna go with the Yankees. I think I gotta go with the Yankees, the Red Sox, and I'm gonna go bold and say the Mariners. Well, uh, I'm going with the team that I didn't pick in the AL East is Toronto. I mean, that's how the AL East is. Whichever teams you don't pick to win the division, you got to pick for one. I'm going with LA. And then, so I am, 
between Boston, but I did go the under there, and Minnesota. You know what? It's a toss-up. I don't like the Red Sox, so I'm going to go Minnesota. Picking with emotions. Hey, All right. You've done it too sometimes. <laughs> I have. Yeah, Mr. Matt Chapman's better than Freddie Freeman. Olsen, and it's very popular. Whatever, I mean, Matt Olsen. It's, 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 argu- it's arguable that he is. Okay. And yeah, get yeah, Mr. Uh-huh. Someone's someone's still crying to their Freddy Freddy Jersey. All right. Uh before you want to get uh some couple of awards predictions before we do uh our World Series pick. Yeah, uh sure. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So let's start with the National League Awards. Who do you got for Cy Young? Ooh, Cy Young in the National League. I mean, there's a lot of good pitchers to choose from. All right, you know, I'll go with the homer pick here. I'll go with Max Fried. He's had a good couple of seasons. I think this is a year that he could really break out and be one of the top pitchers in Major League Baseball. Um, you know, it's a bold pick. It is a homer pick, but I do think that he's he's trending upward. And, you know, every year he's kind of on the fringe of the conversation. I think this year, this is the year that he really – becomes one of the top players in, or top pitchers in baseball. So I'll go with Max Fried. I'm going Aaron Nola from the Philadelphia Phillies. I think they're having a good season. He needs to dominate. He was in the MVP discussion or the Cy Young discussion last season. So I'm going to go Aaron Nola uh, with my pick. All right. And who's your, who's going to be your MVP in the National League? Hmm. Do I go with another homer pick? No, um, you know, I, I want to say Juan Soto, but you look at the Nationals and I don't know this isn't exactly fair, but the Nationals are going to be a terrible team this year. And so it's tough to choose an MVP from a team as bad as the Nationals. So I don't want to go with Juan Soto. I'll go with Fernando Tatis if the if he can stay healthy, you know, he he's one of the top players in like a top three player in baseball, but his problem is that he can't stay healthy and stay on the field. So I'll go with Tatis as MVP, but he's got to stay healthy to get there. That's a, that's a good pick. I'm going with someone that has won the award. I'm going Mookie Betts. I think he's the best player in the national league. He's top three player in baseball. So I, I I know there's a lot of Dodgers out there, but I think he's going to have a really good season. So I, I will go with, Mookie Betts, who is your rookie of the year? Man, rookie of the year. Should have uh, should have prepared for this a little better. But uh, I'm going to go with Hunter Green of the Cincinnati Reds. You know, he's a really talented pitcher, really hyped up pitcher. So uh, he's making his debut this weekend against the Braves. So that'll be fun to watch. But I think that I'm going to go with the pitcher for rookie of the year this year, Hunter Green. Yeah, my the American League, I think, is a little bit easier. They have, have two clear... Yeah, favorites. Uh, you know, I, I'm going with Bryson Scott. I, I'll 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 go with Bryson Scott for my uh favorite. You know, the the rookie, the shortstop from the Phillies. Uh, you know, I think I, I'm high on the Phillies, I guess, but I think you know a team in contention. He's going to play a big role with them. So I I'll take Bryson Scott from the Phillies. Moving to the American League, who do you have for your Cy Young? 
American League Cy Young. Does Robbie Ray repeat? Does Garrett Cole have a fantastic year and come out win Cy Young this year? I don't know. I could see either of those happening. Uh, you know, I think the National League is a little more stacked when it comes to pitchers. The American League doesn't have as many, you know, like really big name pitchers to choose from. You know, you got Garrett Cole at the top. Um, you got Lucas Giolito with the White Sox. But I'm going to go with Shane Bieber of the Guardians. You know, I know we said that Cleveland's not going to have a great year, but I think he will have a bounce back year. And I mean, he's he's been good for the past couple of years, but he is also dealt with injuries. So I think Shane Bieber has another good year and he'll take home his second Cy Young award this year. The best pitcher in baseball plays in the American League. So I'm just going to go with Garrett Cole and feel very content about it. All right. And I say that that now, especially because now back-to-back seasons, Jacob Grom is going to be missing most of the season with an injury. So that's true. Anyone who, who wants to, do that debate again so yeah you know when you asked me my uh nl cy young pick jacob Degrom didn't even cross my mind even though he is when he's healthy the best pitcher in baseball but he just can't stay healthy and stay on the mound so yeah it, i would have picked scherzer cross my mind. yeah i mean I, th- you know, I thought about scherzer but had to go with a, a bold pick so yes yeah so, nl cy young shane bieber my mvp uh who who do you got you know, you mentioned Vladimir Guerrero Jr. earlier as one of the favorites. You also got, obviously, Shohei Otani. Um, you know, it's it's arguably, you know, just one of those two guys' awards to lose. But I'm going to go with the other favorite pick. <laughs> what is that face? Those two guys will lose. You're missing a big name unless you say it right now. Yeah, I'm going to go with the other favorite pick. I'm going to go with Mike Trout. Okay, there we go. Good job. (laughs) I was like, those two guys will lose. You're kidding me. The best player maybe in the history of baseball is still in the American League. He is, but what? I mean, when's the last time he won an MVP? And he he missed almost all of last season. So I don't like almost no one is picking him to win MVP this year. But I think that he, I think he'll stay healthy. I think that he's going to have a Mike Trout season this year and i think he's going to take home another mvp award so there you go look there's no arguing otani and guerrero are the favorites but trout for me i think he he's healthy he's going to win it this year my trout it's i mean that was a lamp for me like i'm i don't care i'm I'm gonna until he retires it's like picking lebron james for mvp in basketball or like kevin Durant. like you're like uh you know they're at least going to be in contention for three-fourths of the season so i'm gonna be right uh, I'm going to feel really good about it. So give me Mike Trout. Hey, we agree on there something. There we go. There we go. All right. Spence, uh, that gives you <laughs> who my rookie of the year is. <laughs> rookie of the year. I think this is an interesting debate. I think the NL Central is going to be home to like the battle for rookie of the year. Bobby Witt Jr., Spencer Torkelson, the two favorites. Uh, you, you touched on a couple others as well. Um, Shane Baz, uh, Aldi Rustman. Uh, Julio Rodriguez from Seattle is definitely in there. You got Riley Green, Jeremy Pena among the favorites. Uh, who who do you got for American League Rookie of the Year? For me, it's coming down to Julio Rodriguez and Bobby Wood Jr. And I'm just going to go with Bobby Wood Jr. I, I, I have heard more about him. I know more about him. I feel comfortable taking Bobby Wood Jr. But I think Julio Rodriguez is going to have a great season in Seattle. He's going to tear it up. 
But yeah, I got to go with the the Kansas City Royal, Bobby Witt Jr. I'm going to go with Torkelson just because of his last name. And so we can say it all throughout the year. Tork, Tork, Tork. But Spencer Torkelson, um, you know, former number one overall pick for the Detroit Tigers. So it should be fun. A couple number one prospects playing in baseball this season should be a lot of fun to watch on some bad teams. So uh, I'll go with Spencer Torkelson uh, just to counteract that uh, among the favorites. So, Matthew, do you have your National League winner? I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. Tell me why it's the Braves. It is not the Braves, and it is not the Dodgers. Ooh. Going with the Milwaukee Brewers to win the National Brew-crew. League this year. I, I didn't want to pick the Dodgers because they're the favorite, and I don't like just picking the favorite team to win because that's boring, and also because the Dodgers – have a history of choking in the playoffs the past couple of years. Yes, they did win the World Series in 2020, but every other year besides that, they have choked. So they're not going to win it. I want to pick the Braves, but that's a homer pick, so I'm not going to do it. So the Brewers are going to be the 2022 National League champions. Yeah, I'm taking the layup. Uh, I like beating you. <laughs> I like being right. I'm taking the loss. Like, it's too good. Their lineup's too good. Their pitching is too good. They're going to make another move and get Josh Hader. I don't know. Not Josh Hader. Um, they'll get name Eck, Justin Verlander. I don't know. Just name a starting pitcher. Somebody. Or, they'll get somebody. Yeah. They'll get someone that's really good this middle of the season. And so they'll get Shane Bieber. That, 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 that seems realistic, actually. Let's just use that as the example which would instantly discredit your Cy Young Award, which I would, I like. Um, so I am, I'm going with L.A. I just think they're too good not to pick as, as the favorites. Moving to the National or the American League champion, we might agree on this one. Um, who, who do you got? Going with Toronto. I think that this oh, is their year. Oh, we don't agree. I think that this is the Blue Jays' year. I will say this: If the vaccine thing is still a thing come playoff time, that's a and a of home field. That's almost an unfair advantage. So that will be interesting to see that dynamic play out this postseason. Because, like, you know, but I'm going with the team that you picked last season to make the World Series, the Chicago White Sox. I don't think the Yankees will get there. Uh, I, I I don't have faith in that. Uh, I think Toronto, like I said, I just think they're inexperienced in the postseason. You know, it's kind of like Chicago last year. I think they're going to break through, but I think they need a season of getting just playing postseason baseball to kind of just get used to it. And I think Houston's lack of depth now is going to cost them. Chicago, if, I'd feel a lot better if Tony LaRusso wasn't the manager of the Chicago White Sox, but I, I'm going to take Chicago because I think they'll win um, in spite of what uh, they have as their manager. So who do you have winning it all between the uh, Brewers and the Blue Jays, which is a very interesting World Series matchup? It is an interesting matchup, and I think it would be a fun World Series to watch. Both teams have very talented players, good rotations. You could get Christian Yelich versus Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You got Corbin Burns, Robbie Ray, Brandon Woodruff, Yusei Kikuchi. That would be a really fun series to watch. And I think the Blue Jays would end up taking home the World Series championship over the Brewers. You're, you're, say it ain't so, Joe. Touch them all. 
I, I know it's touch them all, Joe. You'll never, but I just, it, it fit better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, they're going to bring another title back to Toronto this year. This is their year. Bring it, bring another one to the six. Should we, should we start playing some Drake in here? No, we shouldn't. I mean, it makes sense. You're picking Toronto. Question. If the Blue Jays win it all, would Drake drop another album like he did when the Raptors won the, won the NBA Finals? Probably no. not, but... No. Hey, I'll say this. Uh, one of his best tracks back-to-back, you know, his one of his, his diss track at Meek Mill uh, was the, you know, the photo of it was the Joe Carter home run, so... Yeah. Just saying. And I'm picking... <sighs> I'm going to use a, a reference, Rock Shock Jayhawk, because they just won the national title. But I'm going Rock Shock here with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Boo. They appear to be all in for this season. Uh, I'm going to, if they didn't add Freddie Freeman, I'd, I'd probably change my mind. But I just think they're, it's just too good. They have three, like they, they're what the Angels should be with three top. 20 players in the game you know it's a it's a safe pick and they are the favorite i just you know you look at their history in the playoffs i don't see them getting there i understand that but i it's kind of like they're like georgia and you know georgia has the talent to win a national championship granted they they came up short they still won a national championship this year so they just because they had too much talent not to fail and I just think they have too much talent and are too good just not to fail at this point. So right. I, I'm going to take, you know, the, it, this team is very that late 90s Jeter Yankees-esque where it's just top to bottom and pitching just too good for the rest. So I, I think they win the World Series this season. But I do think if Toronto can get the best record, I'm going to pick them to win. I would pick them to win it all just if – the vaccine advantage is there. And depending on the player, like I, I really think Toronto is the most interesting pick just because of the competitive advantage they can get because of that vaccine mandate, which is something really to watch for. I think with it, like maybe the biggest thing to watch for in the first two months of the season, like how do teams manage going to Toronto and, and vaccination statuses among players, because it's not something that's open and, you know, we've seen it in other sports. Some players choose not to be vaccinated and that it, we're not here to get political, whether you should or shouldn't. Um, that is your own decision. And, you know, what we believe in, in I think we're both vaccinated and we're fine. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, I, it's players. definitely, uh, sorry to interrupt, but it's, it's something we've never seen kind of, basically you're not allowed to play it's just an extra layer to something. It's just something we've never seen. So I, I think that's a storyline that's not really been talked about when you, you look at baseball, but maybe it's the most interesting storyline coming into the season. Yeah. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, which with each series in Toronto, which players have to sit out. And cause we don't know. We, I mean, there's no list of all the players that are vaccinated or unvaccinated and there doesn't need to be, but we're going to find out when they go to Toronto, if, if they're sitting out. So it's going to be interesting to see which players end up not being able to play those games. Um, but, you know, I think that I think they have a lot more going for them than just that home field. Oh, I agree, too. I agree, too. I, I think this is a really like 
throw it out. Let's throw it out. I, I think they would compete for this division title and, and might win it. Like I, I, I think with or without the vaccine stuff, they could, they could win the American league. I, I really do think that I'm, I'm not trying to discredit Toronto in any way. I just think we've never seen this. And so it, it's, it's definitely a unique thing, but that, that is a good point, Matt. We need to give them credit that this roster is really good and this is going to be a really good team. All right. Well, those are our predictions for the 2022 season. Trey, tomorrow we will have real regular season Major League Baseball. Yes, we will. And uh, we're going to throw some fun stuff for you in the coming days. We'll be back on Monday. We're figuring this schedule out with our new work schedules. Monday morning, we'll be recording. Uh, Give us your thoughts on the season at Madkins in the news at Trey Lyle VT, Trey Lyle underscore VT on Twitter. As always, you can follow us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at foul ball area, as well as the CBS sports radio Lynchburg Facebook page where you can get all of our content. You also can get the podcast wherever you get your podcast, subscribe, like share, give us a five-star review. We'd love to hear those throughout the season. And like I said, share your thoughts. Who do you think is going to win it all? Who do you think is going to win the Cy Young? Who do you think is going to win the MVP? Do you like our predictions? Do you think we're dumb? Do you think uh, I'm stupid for just picking, going chalk with the Jayhawks and the White Sox? Just let us know on on social media. And thank you so much for listening to uh, a fun two episodes of previewing the baseball season. It's finally here. And thank you so much for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.